Welcome to the Little Podcast. We're here to entertain and inform, but we'll talk about Digimon. I'm Marker Ren with the Will and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I'm A.R. Pulver and I'm Zach Aguilar. I'm Dev Hugh and I unironically wanted to be the Pink Power Ranger and went to gymnastics. Why do I know the name Zach Aguilar? Uh, he's a voice actor. He's Tanjiro in Demon Slayer. There was a whole Twitter meme going on last week where a bunch of voice actors just decided to tweet, I'm Zach Aguilar. Oh, it's I okay, very... okay. I did see a few people doing that, and I'm like, I'm busy right now. I don't have the time to look into what this is. It was very I silly. Don't have Twitter. It was very silly and stupid, and honestly, those kind of shenanigans are the only reason to still be on Twitter. Basically, yes. Yeah, because how... the rest of the site's hot garbage. How has the past two weeks been? It's kind of busy with other stuff. Yeah, it, it's weird being with the schedule being different now and also like not having a show pop up on Saturday. I don't mind that part. I don't. It's weirdly really relaxing to not like have to schedule your Saturday. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I can just play Persona all night. Yeah. It's great. Although- well, usually I was always squeezing in ghost game between 10,000 other things because I work every weekend, so... I couldn't do that. I was writing reviews and stuff. <laughs> the one thing that is nice about my job is it makes me very focused when I'm watching something and I don't have to, like, make sure it's perfect and take notes. Because it means when I'm writing notes, I'm just writing about the show and it seems to confuse the hell out of people that I get, like, a detailed writing up within five minutes of it ending. Yeah. I should probably be taking some sort of notes for Seekers, but eh. Uh, it's, see, it's hard for me to take notes. Well, well, let's get into Seekers and we'll talk about that, frankly. At the very least, I should write down what happened, because well, I see, did not remember what happened exists. last week. Yeah, yeah it, that's what where it kind of falls into. Like, It feels like it's hard to mentally keep up because it's short. It's not like long enough where I'm sitting there and going to write stuff. But also, the chunks we're getting do not have enough happening where it feels like they stick with you. Yeah. That's why it's, I prefer to kind of do it in batches. It, it's like what it's like one nine is a weird pseudo job interview where it it's not that it's getting sidetracked. It's just it's goofy, but not in an interesting way. Yeah, it's just, it's just more they're setting a scene. And it's just not a particularly interesting scene. They're just trying to get Eiji to the place he needs to get to before the interesting stuff starts happening. And then the main focus of 110 is him being in Lugamon like Iron Man, like we saw in the trailers, what I think's happening. It still just isn't super interesting what they're telling. It's like all exposition with some relevant stuff. So it just kind of makes you go, I appreciated 110 a little better because that one was the first time I actually felt like they're trying to use the medium because I think that trying to do that in like an animation format would be really clumsy. See, they're at least trying to do okay, we we have us this is a this is a novel. We can use this first person perspective and only conveying what's through Lugamon's eyes. So what's, let's let's try to do it this way. So what's I appreciated at least that that's going on. The format I thought was most interesting in 110 actually at the beginning, where it's using the line breaks really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure the rest of it was put together as interesting to me as far as text goes. 
I mean, I wouldn't say anything interesting happens. Well, no, see, that's the thing. It feels like we're supposed to take this all as interesting stuff, but, like, it kind of feels like it's meandering enough from, like, okay, Damamon's there. It's like, I guess he's Iron Manning in Lugamon. And I just don't... Yeah. At this he's stage, just... we just don't have enough setup that I'm sure I care when they're jumping into... This is supposed to be an action scene. I think we're supposed to... Yeah, it was supposed to be an action scene. I just kind of... I like the idea of AG working into Lugamon. Like, that's kind of fun. Now let's do something with that, please. Look, we yeah. do, all we need is someone to be, do the... You're really going for the... You're really going for the Iron Man analogy with that, huh? To be fair, if you look at the clip that they show it, it's 100% just like taking the style of the Iron Man stuff from the movie. I'm not pulling I'm not pulling that out of thin air. I would have gone with a different choice, but anytime I think of it, I get that shot from the trailer in my head, and I just can't think of anything else. I, it's, it's just, to me, it's working with Google Glass. That's my comparison. That's pretty solid also. It's just, for me, anytime I think of it, I just get that image from the trailer, and it's just Iron Man. Except lower budget and less interesting looking. I mean, also, Iron Man isn't fighting metal poop. Isn't he, though? (laughs) I must have missed that movie. Uh, But yeah, we're still getting... We're still at the point where it's so mixed exposition, it feels like what might have worked better is spend the first week going through all of chapter one. Because instead now we're like border. Is this act- actually it was it was was it April second? Yes, second or third. Okay, so we are a month into it now. Actually, okay, three weeks, and it's still chapter one. We still don't have the exposition and the setup done. I think that is a disservice to what I assume at some point is going to pick up. Yeah. Because the problem now is, is it is, um, we're, we're at the point where if this was Ghost Game or 2020, we're all still very interested in what's happening. They needed to have some sort of inciting incident by now. Right now yeah. it's just AG going from stage to stage with a couple interludes to like introduce yeah. and Leon. That, and, and, and that's not a writing flaw is the thing, because that could, well, that could still be in Chapter 1. We're still not, they've said that the next one's is 1-11. We're not done with Chapter is, 1 yet. It is still, <laughs> it is still kind of a writing flaw, because you have to write to the medium you're presenting it in. If it's a web novel where you're going to take five weeks to introduce something, you want to have something happening oh, no, very but I, but I don't consider that, I don't consider that a writing flaw. I consider that a format flaw in the sense of, they theoretically knew how, maybe how they were going to post this. I d- doubt the writer was told it's going to be daily for the f- first few days, then weekly. And if they were told that, they were probably told chapter one needs to last the first 12 chunklets. Yeah. Someone well, someone made the decision that this was how it was going to happen. And I don't necessarily blame the writer because... Someone could have I mean, looked at chap someone could have looked at chapter one and said, you know, we need to get this information to people and maybe do like maybe do chapter one over the first week, then take a few weeks break while you wait for the toy to come out, and then go weekly. 
Or I, there, there's informa- think, there's we're not getting the information yeah. we need for the beginning of a story. I'm not saying my idea is good. I'm saying yeah, that no. you need something to happen, and it's I, not I think happening. It's, I, I think it's a case of who's to blame. You know, if you hear a bad dubbing performance, who's to blame? The actor or the director in this case. But it's it's or, kind of a it's it's more like they should have had something. They should have had a bigger hook yeah. at the end of chapter at the end of part seven. Like that would have been something when you want to have something. Because yeah. I really feel like okay. I'm just kind of like peeking my head over and going like, oh, okay, nothing. That 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 yet. actually is how I feel when I get up any given day to read these. It's kind of peeking your head and going, okay, then, and then you walk yeah. off. Kind. There's not enough here it's, that it feels like I'm retaining stuff either. Is the other thing. It's moving forward, but it's not giving us a reason to care yet. Yeah. That's probably the best explanation I've heard for it, frankly. Is and that that's where like that's where I can't get over that there had to have been a better way to do the first chapter to like because once you care, you care even if it goes slow after that. You can go mm-hmm. okay, they're going in chunks. The problem I mean, is honestly, if they were going to do it like this, if they knew they were going to take this long to get to something interesting, you almost want to do the first two chap the first two weeks daily just to get to something. Yeah. But but I but I argue that you know if you want to say okay we need an inciting incident early in chapter or in the middle of chapter one or have chapter one be shorter I think they could have made that call and you, you passed that on you know what might have worked better if they were going to do it the way they are and it would have fit into what you're saying chapter one dash one should have been something like chapter X dash one where we're getting a single chapter chunk. But it's from later, and we. Oh, do- you want to do the in media res? Yeah, because the issue yeah. is, is we don't know what's going on. We don't know why we're supposed to care, partially because we're weeks and weeks into this, and who the fuck knows? If they had I... shown, if they had shown us them later on, not tell us where it is, and then jump back, it at least would have provided that connection. I'm, it doesn't always work narratively. I... It, I think that's what the trailer was supposed to be doing. But who? But I guess. You're not, you no, know, you're right. But that's. I, I think yeah, that's the, yeah. I think that the trailer is supposed to be doing that lifting, but we're not seeing. But it's not story in the trailer. It is giving yeah, us. Yeah. Ver- it is giving us various peaks of this is a TV, of a TV show we never wanted to watch. Yeah, this is stuff that's going to happen, and right now we're just looking at what we've got now and going. Okay, please happen. And, and since chat is slightly... We want, we want the damn cargo drum on, please. Yeah. And since chat has asked, uh, it's already been said the next batch is chapter 1-11. We're not done with chapter 1 yet. Which is funny because ignoring the length of stuff, there's been three or four times when if you went, this is the end of chapter 1, I would have gone, that's actually a good way to end a chapter. Absolutely. And they instead... and insta- twice already. Yeah, it, there's been two or three times so far where we could have gone, okay, it's a setup chapter. It's not very fulfilling, but it makes sense, and that's a good place to end on. And instead, it's just, nope, here's the next part in a week where maybe it will end, maybe not. And it's the best part of the trailer a, seeing Kojimon. It really is. It's all. It's also a bit of a concern. Like, are, is, are all the chapters going to be like 10, 11 parts? Because I hope not. I well, so here's the thing. You're gonna have to get I tighter think, than that. I think it's gonna get tighter because 
just in this, just in the story framing, I can't imagine we're only going to get like ten chapters. I mean, as is, we're only going to get five chapters. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it feels like that. It. I guess the other question we have to ask is: Is this really just one chapter, or are they just framing this really fucking terribly so they can match it with the trailers? A year from now, we're going to be chapter one. Because here's because here's the thing. Because here's the thing. I could imagine this is chapter three that we're at, but they're calling it chapter one because they're only going to do one trailer per chapter. Are they going to do one? No, I, no, no. I don't know. I'm saying I could see that being a reason why they're still calling it chapter one when it feels like narratively we're still doing exposition, but it feels like we're at chapter it feels three. Like chapter two. Yeah. Yeah. Also, two, the two trailer didn't. I don't think the trailer had. The trailer had almost nothing that was in chapter one. Uh, well, that's the thing. More and more has been snuck into it as we've gone on. I believe it is a quote-unquote trailer of content from chapter one. Like, the Espimon stuff was from six or seven. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I yeah, believe that stuff. I, some, I, okay, some of it has or, been, or, but like we or, haven't or seen, like, There's or, a bunch of... Or like me making all the Iron Man comments, I believe, is the stuff from 1-10. It's just... Okay. It's just but, not... Yeah. It does feel like the trailer is farther along if it's supposed to be a chapter-by-chapter trailer, even. Like, even if it includes stuff from chapter one, it also feels like it would have stuff... Some of the stuff in the trailer seemed far enough I feel, along but that like, I would have picked it for chapter, like, three or four. But I feel like I'm, I feel like they're revealing stuff in the exhibition that we're supposed to care about a lot more. Like, we're supposed to be like, oh, the e- A.G. and Leon know each other. And I just don't care, because it hasn't given a reason to care yet. Because Leon is the the Pulsemon guy, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Judge. Judge Leon. Judge Leon. On weekday afternoons on KTLA Five. But yeah, uh, then for Seekers, they gave us the details of the fan art stuff and put up the first batch. I will say it's done better than I expected, but it makes sense considering it's not a contest and they're not giving anyone anything. Yeah, it's just a wall of pretty. Yes. It is post your art with these two hashtags. It doesn't matter if you've posted it before. Don't put anything yep. third party in it. And the way they're posting it also means that I'm not reposting the art because I'm not dealing with that. It's easy enough to look at. It's just a yeah. lot of Lugamon. Like when, like when they did the um, art, like when they did the art contest, they put up the images on the site itself. It was all framed with mm-hmm. quotes from everyone. Yeah. It made sense for me to grab them from the site. But here, it's grabbing fan art off people's Twitters, which I just don't generally do. Right. So, so right. I will link the batches. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's just a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of Lugamon, a little bit of Leon, and a couple Tamahimes yes. because I told you she was relevant. I mean, I look at the art. I'm not sure relevant is the term to be used here. <laughs> In fact, I believe both artists, the the theme from, I believe I've chatted with both of them in the past, the theme would be fa- fan service. Still counts. I, oh, I'm not saying it doesn't, but also we have characters we're getting art of who have not appeared at all. Like Lugermon. Lugermon oh, is not yeah, in the yeah, well, Luger, yeah, Lugermon yeah, yeah. is not in the story. Yeah, no. That's Fr- frankly, I consider it slightly a loophole to be including Numamons that appear alone. Yeah, the Numamon kind of is a. Oh no, but like, but no, but like, some of them show them with Satsuki, and it's like, okay, that's the Numamon from the story. At least one of them mm-hmm. is just Numamon. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of Lugamons. 
even a Tyrannomon that's not getting beat up yet. <laughs> I say yet because you can oh. actually you can actually if it doesn't show it Most in the, the that's the mo- that's more majestic than any of the Tyrannomon are going to so, be in this in the thing. It doesn't show in the thumbnail very well, but if you look at the full image, you can see Lugamon in the corner. Which yeah, which makes it ten times more reason. And uh, part, that specific image, that dude does a bunch of Digimon wallpapers that he gives out constantly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will say this: most of these artists are names where I recognize them. Yeah, I recognize a few of these yeah. too. Uh, so it, after the first few days, they're going to be putting these up roughly weekly-ish. So we'll see what pops up. Um, yeah, I think it's a good way to do it. I think I would have preferred they did prizes or something, though. It feels a little too crass not even going, hey, you could win a V-Pet. And then, hey, who thought we were going to be talking about 2020 already? Why, what happened? <laughs> I just remember, I remember getting up and I had a message from someone at just like ran- a random guy sent me a message at one second. I'm pulling it up so I can read what he wrote. He tags me, and it's just a screenshot of the Microsoft Store Digimon Adventure C- Season 1. And I'm just waking up, I'm like, the fuck is this screenshot? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's not only here, because of the way he tagged me, no one else is going to notice the tweet. So I have time to put stuff together. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I saw the I saw the announcement on Facebook. Yeah. It was just like, oh, oh no, that's the thing is, I mean, I have to watch. That's this the now. thing. They put up the announcement like I was delayed while putting everything together. They still were like two or three hours behind me, and I stopped to watch some of it. Uh. <laughs> um, so it's all on Microsoft Movies and TV, which is funny because that's what we called. Because Toei's done this before with multiple things. They do it. They did it with Dragon Quest Die, and they do it with One Piece. Um, and if that pattern holds, we will see it appear somewhere else after not too long. I, I'm trying to decide where I expect. Uh, Hoopla doesn't feel like it would be that surprising, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, this is pretty normal for Toei in the last few years. I assume they have some sort of deal with Microsoft for first-run digital content. That makes sense. Yeah. The the price is oh, the price is actually not bad. It's only a lot because they threw it all up at once. Like, the episode to price is about what you pay for digital episodes for download to own. Yeah. It's just when you get 67 at a time, it's crushing. That's, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. And most people are used to having it on, having this stuff on some sort of a streaming service. Yeah. When you actually buy the digital yeah. stuff, the price the, the, that's the, what you pay for it. The price is pretty normal. It's just you wouldn't normally get, quote unquote, five batches at once. Right. And you would, and if you did do it like this, where you know it's three episode, it's three dollars for an episode and thirty something for a batch. If you, you would also have like all five together for a hundred dollars or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was thrown. God bless them. With the, the just throwing up makes sense when you realize they're probably going to put it somewhere else sooner rather than later, and that's when they'll go a bit more advertising with it. Yeah. Um, this was so slapdash. It's like, okay, this is the soft yeah. launch. Because here's the thing. The, like I said, they do this with other shows, and I don't think most people know they do this with One Piece, for example. I forgot about it until uh, multiple people messaged me pointing out they do it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do see them talk about this every few months when they put up, like, 
15 or 20 new episodes of One Piece. Which is fine, because there's always people yeah. that want to watch it now. Yeah. And that's so, great. So this will but show up not, somewhere I would, else. I would, I would say that... I would yeah, say, wait. This is just gonna, be patient. Yeah, Find something else to watch. If you're not... If you're not in a hurry, like if unless you're absolutely dying to see the show, like if you haven't seen it for the first time and really, yeah. really, really want to check it out, then you can wait. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. So luckily, because of the way they put it up, I was actually able to glean a lot of information very quickly. So the first thing is, is I grabbed the episode one in sixty-seven. I figured that'd be the most productive to figuring out what I this was. Is. Uh, I was thinking if I was going to check out an episode, I was just going to watch the last one, but yeah. I never bothered. Yeah, so, um, dubbed at Studiopolis, and I would say it feels like they had a lot more time than they had for stuff like... Yeah, well, it that feels like sense. They've had a year. Well, no, here's the thing. This was done a while ago. This has yeah. been done. But some, interest, some interesting stuff. One, um, the opening and ending credits have been redone in English. Yeah, that's the weird... That's what I found so interesting. So that's, that's not super odd it's just not what you expect when you're watching streaming anime normally but this is fully produced like the logo shows the english logo um those horrible digimon name tags you know the red Mm -hmm. those are redone in english yep um do you have to turn? Are there dub titles that you can turn on for the full thing where Gabumon's name shows up four times? I, I, I did not look to see if there. I did not look to see if there were captions. <laughs> I, forgot what, I forgot which episode that was. <laughs> I'm Gabumon. Uh, that, that would probably be, that would probably be the uh, the cat the castle raid. Okay. Because isn't that That's the first episode. time Gabumon shows up? It's like eight or nine or something. Eight, episode eight. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. So the cast is strange. Um, I'm trying to think of like some of these I actually found out before I just couldn't confirm in any way to post. New cast in air quotes as a lot of these are people we've seen before in some form or another, but in different places. Um, like Sora is, I believe, Bioman and Try. And Maki, yeah. Yeah. So Ooh, that's a, fun. Uh, a lot of newer people. The interesting thing is, is they don't go for the classic voices on purpose. Like we mm-hmm. know everyone was cast at a new level, like to be new. But we yeah. also know like AJ Beckles has pointed out himself. He may sound a little bit like the old Matt, and that's not by accident on his part. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, from what I've discussed with Ben Diskin, it sounds like that there a lot of like directors want to go in an old dire- and want to go in like a kind of a taken yeah. in a new direction. And some of the cast members are like, no, okay, but I remember it being done this way. Yeah, um, everything I heard was of a really high quality. Oddly, the clip that we got at Digimon Con last year, where we kind of went, I don't know what I think was. That's the worst of it. Okay. So like, basically, did like the opposite of what a lot of yeah, trailers do. Like, uh, so like, remember how one of the complaints we all kind of had with Zeno Robinson felt like he was just playing Zeno Robinson? I don't it, remember that. I love Zeno no, Robinson's no, regular no, voice. I mean, so it's no, not I mean, a I'm, no, me. I mean, his regular voice sounds good, but it sounded like they threw him in the booth when he was talking about all the effort he was going to. You can hear that elsewhere. Okay. It, I think this was like an early clip they did and they threw it there. He's doing a little thing where he's making his voice slightly breathier so it comes off a bit younger and it works really well. 
Okay. In a way okay. that it that didn't necessarily in the clip. So far, I think the it's not the weakest, but it's the one that's the most confusing to me is Ben Diskin as Akuman. Mm-hmm. Because it hits that timber in my head where it feels like I'm getting scratching in my head from the voice. Yeah. Where you can yeah. hear like pain in the throat. So it just kind of makes your head, you can kind of feel it in like the back of your head around your ears where it's like, oh, that sounds like it hurts. Yeah. I mean, I get that from hearing Chika Sakamoto, though, too. So. Yeah, it feels different with hers, though. But it's one yeah. of those where well, she's just she's just got it down. Like, yeah. that's her vo- Like, that's not that far off yeah. from her voice. I've heard her in other stuff. Yeah. But yeah, all the voices are relatively solid. Haven't heard all of them. The ones that are the oddest are the ones where they were so uniquely that person where I go, oh, the new person is doing good. But it's not the right voice like Gomamon. Gomamon sounds good, right. but the problem is, is yeah. anytime I hear Gomamon, I'm looking for that. It's I don't want any difference. I want that exact voice and nothing right. else. Right. It's, and that that's where it falls into stuff like Mimi. Also, Susie Young's a great actress, and she sounds really good here. But it takes a bit of getting used to. I imagine that's going to be the case for a lot of characters. Yeah. That that's yeah. Your brain just automatically has something else set or, in its place. Or Gabumon, where it doesn't quite have the throaty timber you expect with Gabumon, mm-hmm. which was kind of an issue with Try, where he kind of can't do it as deep yeah. as he used to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and that's an, and Gabumon's another one where the the English voice does sound different from the Japanese voice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm really happy with it. Uh, the crew. Oddly, has more connection to Digimon than the cast does at this point. Yeah, you so, said Ryan Johnson. Yeah, uh... Ryan Johnson directed it, which he directed Try, and we know during Try he got like the boot camp from Jeff Nimoy and everyone as they were walking in and out. Mm-hmm. And, and Johnson has st- been Johnson was involved in Fusion he, too. He, he I don't was, think he was the guy. No, but... he was the recording engineer for Fusion. I believe what happened with Kizuno was he was supposed to direct, and then because of COVID, right. I believe he did backup directing and the audio board, and I don't remember who actually was credited as director, but I think that was a COVID thing. I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah. And then producer is uh, Rita Moshkut, which oh. she has produced all the Digimon dubs at Steopolis and produced the Adventure dub at Saban, and she's the reason why Nimoy and Buckles were there. Um, so, yeah. Matt is the one that, like I said, come out to me. It sounds like he's attempting to match cadence and tone to the original mm-hmm. voice. And really, the more I heard of Ty, the more I went, Zeno Robinson's trying to do a Joshua Seth, which isn't what the original clip was. Yeah. It really feels like he's trying in a way that that original clip doesn't. And I need to check to see if that matches the original clip or not, because I have a suspicion it doesn't. I can also see a little bit of evolution as you go yeah. along the way. No, 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 no. I like, mean, even in the clip in the show. Oh. Like, I need to double check that because I remembered my exact thought on it, which was it was a bit too low pitched and it didn't quite have enough energy behind it for what I expect from Zeno Robinson. And I don't remember. It's also possible the framing just makes it easier to listen rather than just a clip out of nowhere. I mean, it is it is reboot tie. You got to yeah. save something um, in the tank. And then the Digimon in general are more higher pitched than you'd expect, which makes sense with trying to skew more to the Japanese. Mm-hmm. 
and probably also framed around that since you're using the same actor, you give them a place to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I expected to dislike most of the voices, to be honest. I found them generally pleasant. Yeah, you just sort of have to clear your head from yeah. the original um, and just say, this is what it is. Yeah. The, the, dub, is. the dub writing is uncut, but sweetened, which is, I think, what we all expected, actually. I wasn't so, sure how sweetened it would be, but uh, so, I, so, I like hearing that. So I, so I wrote notes. Uh, it, it uses Camille like you'd expect. It uses Digivolve. It uses In Training. Yeah, uh, yeah. The char- a few of the characters do introduce themselves as Tai Chi Koshiro, and then they throw a "Just call me Tai." You can call me Izzy, and then they just move on from it, which mm. is roughly what the old dub did with the signs. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Um, except that the Digimon can't do that. So, and then yeah, the signs did have like when it showed the Algomon, it was like Algomon in training. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. That's. Uh, not the, surprising. In in the content I watched, we did get a uh, prodigious from Izzy. Oh, that's fun. Oh, uh, that's fun. At, at one point, when stuff starts to calm down after an adventure thing, Tentomon mentions that he'd like to go on a vacation to Sheboygan. Okay. Um, and the biggest surprise is they dubbed the opening and ending, which I like when they do. It's very rare nowadays, though, but it worked really well. I I like when they do it well. They did it well. That's good. I heard Christina V. I agree. Which is good. That's a good sign. Nice. I didn't yeah. get to see the ending. Yeah, yet, uh, Christina V. was ED one. The first opening is Hans Hesberg. Now here's the thing. At first, you know, I'm looking at voice actor stuff. I'm like, okay, there is no voice actor by this name. Track down. It's from a punk band called Dragged Under. And just the other day, Ryan Johnson mentioned on Twitter that yes, Hans Helberg is from a punk band called Dragged Under. Oh. So like the intro's nice. Her. Um, ending was nice. Then in the last episode, when the ending started, I'm like, "What are they going to do about the weird about the in, the weird K-pop song? The K-pop song's gone, which isn't shocking because uh, okay. that was a licensed song. Instead, That's it's a licensing. Yeah. yeah, they kept uh, ED4, which is Overseas Highway, and it was sung by Jenny Carr, who came up as singing in so much stuff. I did not even attempt to. Like anything, but EDM and pop singer. Basically, if you can think of anyone famous, she's either written music for them or sung with it. Oh, I can. Yeah, and then interestingly, the version of "Break the Chain" in the final episode was undubbed and unsubbed. Okay, that's yeah. that's fair. Yeah, is uh, there a dub clip at all of "Break the Chain," or they just? Well, in in the episode, it was just the Japanese version. Uh, I only got the first and last episode, and in the last episode they play oh, that okay. special insert version. So yeah. I can't, I can't say does, what they do earlier. It wouldn't it shock me su- if it just as is. Yeah, it doesn't. Su- it wouldn't surprise me if they kept that in jazz. The insert songs they don't always dub because I that would. Can get I really I, distracting. I would have at least subbed it. Eh. Um. Maybe yeah. as a tr- maybe as an optional track or something. And then, but yeah, I'm reasonably happy with how it is. They just need to improve the distribution because it. I get what they did. I get that they, it's clearly successful for them because they've done it with multiple shows for years at this point. Most people are not going... F- frankly, it would not shock me if as far as hardcore Digimon fans go, we had more bitching about it than people going and getting it. At least that's how mm-hmm. it feels. Yeah. But they, they are not going to change what they're doing because clearly they've done something that works they, for them because it's not the first or they second. Have a, they have a model, and the next phase of the model is something, it'll come out in a more accessible format yeah. later. Yeah, 
Now we don't I'm hope. Help. I'm still hoping for Blu-rays eventually, so I can infect my uh, tinier relatives with it. That would be my preference. Yeah, actually, that'd be nice. Yeah. I I'm trying to because here's the thing: if it's Blu-rays, that will be down the line. For now, well, yeah, of course. For, for now, it feels like it's going to be something like a Crunchyroll, a Hulu. I still would not be shocked if it was Hoopla. Hoopla, I'm okay mm-hmm. with because it's one hoop that people have to jump through to make sure they have a library card, but it's free. Hope I can get that on my TV. Uh, there's an app on most platforms. Yay. Yeah. If it's Hoopla, I'm not bothered because it's free. Yeah. That's the thing is this is think of this effectively as um, the various movie studios where the stuffs will be in theater for a, like a month or two. Mm-hmm. And then you can buy or rent it digitally for an inflated price early before it really comes out. So that's what I expect is happening here. So we will see what pops up. It re- it was random, just like to get up and it just <laughs> ta-da! Like up oh, this year. Because like I'm checking, it was a Thursday. I got up on a Thursday to this news, like oh, I have to like put stuff together, and I happen to not have work at the moment. And no one else has noticed it, so I'm going to grab a few episodes. And why isn't the app opening on my computer? And why won't it let me reinstall the app? Fine. I have an Xbox. I will go watch on that. (laughs) Is basically what happened. Uh, And then the news kept fucking coming the last few weeks. So they do a Monomon memo to go over the last few bits of the Digimon Color. Like... And next week, we're going to announce the 3, 4, and 5 properly. And they did, and it's interesting. So, they do the 3, 4, and 5, and I love that they reveal that there's actually been stuff from the 3, 4, and 5 hidden in the last few Monmon memos. Oh. Yeah, they're actually like, so, if you look carefully, you might have noticed that if you go through the last few Monmon memos... Um, they show pictures of the V-Pets. You know, they have the instruction there. They have, you know, parts. Some of the parts do not go to the f- to, to the two they've released. Because the two they released, they all use gray or silver, um, you know, the jail bar frames. Yeah. If you go and look at some of the past ones, like there's one where underneath some of the gray and silver ones, you see a green frame, which does not exist on the one and two. So they were just throwing stuff in random photos and leaving it to see if anyone would notice. And the answer was basically no. So the three, four, and five... We are unobservant. So the three, four, and five, we get purple, clear red, clear green. It has the lineups of the original, but they changed the lineup from the 20th to take into account different characters who might appear and who maybe didn't appear exist five years ago. So some interesting changes. Um, I like the colors, honestly. Although I feel the purple isn't as exciting because we got the um, the weird Taco Bell color one in the U.S. Yeah, it's like it looks similar, but the Taco Bell one is better. Yeah, so I like these. The pre-orders are open until about three weeks from now. I like how they point out also that while these ones you can jog risk special unlocks, if you connect them to one and two, you do get the backgrounds from those. Which is a nice little touch. Hmm. Yeah. And then we have DRC News. They did a detailed preview. It was like a 20 minute video of stuff. Like they show the cracked version and all that. Um, there's lot, lots and lots of previews. They show off the packaging, I actually really like. I, I like when they do the packaging previews and they also show like the sides and everything. Looks good. And then pre orders close today. 
And then immediately after, U.S. pre-orders opened. Yep. Much Hopefully better. they don't sell out too quickly because various things ate all my money for this yeah. month. Yeah, the price is much better than dealing with an intermediary. After tax and shipping, it'll be like 150 That's acceptable. For me, personally, anyway. Well, much better than what would have been 2 250 Yeah. 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 Uh, and then we have cards. I love that Nightmon card so much. <laughs> with Maeldramon, it just looks great. Uh, Toyagumon. Toyagumon having, having issues problem. there. <laughs> A lot of characters are having issues or weird shit going on. Like the Andromon with the Patamon, which is from one of the games. But the Patamon, like... I don't know how to describe the Patamon. It has big eyes. It looks even more stuffed animal than Patamon usually yeah. looks. Then we get anime tie. And then it looks we, like a Yabutena Patamon. And then we have the VIP of these clear Agumon. I don't know why I'm so amused by this one. Because it's just happy and fun. It looks like one of those top-down puzzle games. Yes. And he's all together. Yes. And he's with the others. <laughs> and Solarmon got some badass art, too. I was surprised. And it's funny because they don't do anything special in this art, but just the way it's framed works so well. It just has him in a bunch of Hagurumon. It's the shiny! the shiny Hagurumon. And then, hey, look! Forward with Courage is a screen cap card. And it's definitely not the version I worked on that they took the screen cap from. Yeah, which yeah. I, don't, I don't love that. Deep, deep, deep down, sorry, it looks like ass. Deep down, I had to stop myself from going and finding that screenshot in the Blu-ray and going, mm -hmm. "Look how much better it could have been." Yeah, I feel like that's gonna that using those screen cat shots might drag this down a little bit. I need to see what the actual card looks like to decide that. To be honest, but yes, they're not putting their best foot forward here. Nope. And Skull Mammon. That looks badass. He's busy at the moment. Very busy. I never knew it could actually, like, open its jaw. Yeah, it's weird. You don't really think of that as a Digimon that does anything other than, like, standing around. And then we get the Marimon art's amazing. I really <laughs> love this one. Just, like, around the fire, Tailmon's, like, warming itself. And then Gazimon. Gazimon's. Having sweet potato having, problems. Having potatoes. Yeah. Uh, and then Mammon, who also looks great. I hope no one lives in those trees. And then Yamato gets anime-style art. Plus, Gatsuman. <laughs> I like how it's clearly like him being egged in to sneak in and cause problems. And Pumpmon is kind of doing the same, but in a graveyard. <laughs> I, I, I'm i more amused by the Candmon in this image. Yeah, right. It's weird, it's like... It's adorable. It's weird, like... I want to know, know what's going on with the Candmon. Yeah, like, it just looks like, so amused with itself. Issued the edict that these two have to go cause problems on purpose. And don't worry, everyone. Yamato gets his own screen cap card in Lamentation of Friendship. Uh-huh. They, they really He's need to derange... This is the one where I actually need to get the screen cap, because... I don't remember, but I imagine all that rainbowing is not there. I hope so. Because yeah. I, I watched these way too many times so we could try to remove it. Especially so, especially a, a close-up like this. Like, I'm trying to decide, would it have had more value if they had traced these clean? Or 
does it actually need to be a real screen cap untouched? I don't know. As long as you get the colors right, I can see doing the screen. I can see tracing it over. And then English regionals with various prize cards. None of these are new. These are all... I never know what I think of the parallel cards where it's existing art and then just a stylized background. Although I'm uh, though always nice to see Lopmon. I'm just looking through these prizes here. I will say this. The champion playmat feels sad. It's just one random piece of art of Jessmon that we've had for a while. Honestly, the only thing I want is that little Duramon acrylic. That's fair. And then on card battle, they're continuing their trying to be the Digimon card king. The second week, the challenge was they mosaic cards and slowly unmosaic them for people to figure out what card they are. And I actually think it's amusing as hell. Like, the, the one mosaic image I put up, which was only like, you know, 30 pieces for the card, and you can tell it, it's a Betamon or a Madoki Betamon. <laughs> it, there's just a lot of choices, and I think that's a fun thing to do if kind of worthless to decide who's actually the best at the card game. And the third one, the third one appeared to be a trivia game based on the notes from the assistant director. And some of these notes go back to like the Digi Navi where they introduced Gamamon right before the show began and everything. It's just asking random questions from what happened at those. Hmm. And then to be more confusing, Hey, look, new ghost game products. Oh yeah. Ghost game. That was a thing. At the Graph Art Ikibukura Main Shop and online at EEO Store. Two different themes this time. The first one is uh, uh, like a tea party. Yes. So with the tea party, we have acrylic keychains, can badges, artboard, the stands. Gigantic Angoramon stand. Hey, I like that everything seems to be scale when you look at the stands. Like if you look at all the characters, they all roughly appear to be scale. The accessory case, and then the pop art artwork is much better. I have to say, though, like, yeah, yeah, like I look at these, like the hero has personality which doesn't match the show at all. <laughs> Battle Gamamon looks like someone looked at art of Battle Gamamon and just made it into the style. Same for Kana Weissman. <laughs> Ruli looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Simbare looks good. Simbar- hero looks like hero looks like somebody told him to pose for pose yeah. that way and he doesn't Sim- say no simbare and gormon works well but it's almost too cutesy for the style there's no such thing and, and ditto yeah, for and ditto for lamortmon who's just happy to be there he's happy to be included <laughs> uh kiyoshiro's Ki- so kiyoshiro's weird like like these are all based on art we've seen before but like hero and ruli feel like they went to trip put a lot of personality with them kiyoshiro looks like someone looked at a picture of kiyoshiro He's going for ultimate beast factor, and but we know it's Kiyoshiro, so he doesn't work. Tesla's Tesla and Thetis is Thetis. Thetis mod looks great, though I have to say, in the style. Yeah. Um, then we have can badges for those. We have the sticky, the leather fusion post-it notes, which mm. I, those are always so fucking amusing when they do. This. I love. I like them. I have one. It's nice. No, I, I agree. I like when it's something with slightly more utility than, like, the can badges. Yeah. I would totally uh, get one of these. Then the character pass, the mirror. They also talk, you know, they'd be giving away postcards and whatnot. But yeah, not, neat little touch. We know there's some other Ghost Game stuff coming up. Would have been nice to that when the show was running, but okay. Yeah. 
Although at least the theme here works for a post, like the series is over now. It's like yeah. a little part celebration yeah, party it's a good, thing. It's a good follow up. Yeah. Um, and talk about follow up as we end the tw- as the twentieth anniversary to Frontier is over, and the twenty first begins. We get the best thing possible: more Otodama and of characters who were weirdly missing from the first one: Loemon, Lusamon, and Susanumon. Okay. Those are up for pre- those are up for order, and people try to get them. All three of these look great, I think. Although I think the VIP is Suzanumon. That took some effort. But not. But they did the effort on every side. Yeah, there's just a lot going on. There. There's a lot going on. For this. I well, Suzanumon's my favorite. I think the weird face Lusamon is also pretty great. I think. See, I think Lusamon's my favorite because without the Otadamas, I don't. Want, I don't want them to try so hard because, like, some. I, I appreciate that Susanomon exists. I don't know if I'd want it on my shelf. See, they could they could have made the Lusamon the greatest one ever, but they weren't willing to go through the effort. When you squeeze it, you get Freeze's voice coming out of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say make it Gehenna mode. Just, just have. I'm just, still so salty that this came out the you, day that my friend was already on uh, yeah, and coming. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember if you messaged me with that, or if that was in the chat room, or if that was in the podcast room. We're just like, I had a friend coming home today, and you were like pissed. Yes, it's like if it was just one more day early, yeah. they could have gotten it for me. But no, they were already going to be on a goddamn plane. Yeah. And the price for these are still good. They're a little less than. They're about seven seven fifty each. I need the lucha blob. You ha- you have to put behind it a little button that does freeze quotes. Yeah, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> and then Not. and then in weirdly disappointing things, we got an update for Digimon Masters Remastered. It's the first time since they announced it, and we got new screenshots. And the funny part was, I it, if I look at my text, it was. Oh, I think this is the first time since it was announced we got an update. Someone messaged me going, we did get an update. I'm like, oh, I missed it. So I went and I looked at the update that they linked me to. And I'm like, this is legally an update? You know those, when you get a text update where it's like, we meant to announce something prior to this, but blah, blah, blah. We will have something to show you in the future. It's like announcing an announcement. Yes, it's like, uh. it's like, oh, I may have seen this in December, but I ignored it because there's nothing actually here. Um, I... It's weird. Like people hate this game, but also people are really excited by seeing this. It's just a nice thing to have it exist, even though actually using it seems like more trouble than it's worth. Well, this is the one that you could actually just get on Steam. Still, I stand by what I oh, said. I, none of us are going to be playing it. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I, I did for a while, but it's just. I just like, well, no, no. I mean yeah. remastered once it's out. Like, you're not going to go back and play this again, are you, Dev? No, my computer's catching on fire just trying to play the older <laughs> version of it. <laughs> oh, no. Does that mean you have to go back to um, Digimon Battle Online? Because <laughs> that's backup. And then, talking about stuff we forgot about. So, a year and a half ago, right as Ghost Game starting, they did an NX... NX Edge style survey, basically featuring every Digimon anime up to that point, minus Ghost Game, because it had just started. And they announced the top five results from that poll, and that the reason for the delay was when they announced what they're actually going to make the figure of, 
in about four days, they'll have release information with it also, meaning the delay was because they were actually getting the figures ready. Okay. So the top five are, and these are in no, they've already, these are not, these are in show order, not in like vote. Magnamon from O2. Kaiser Greymon from Frontier, Susanomon from Frontier, UL Force Vigramon from air quotes savers. <laughs> yeah, it is. And Omegamon Alter S from Adventure 2020. We don't know which of these will be made. They they are going to announce on the 20th. I, I like that people confused at UL Force Vigramon being included with Savers. It's because then they don't have to deal be involved with Shuasia. This is UL Force Vigramon from Savers, like they've done before. Wink, wink. My favorite was still yeah. when they did the the fit the statue the je- the precious gem. Yeah, they have, have they, they have Tenya Yabuno on stage, and they talk about with him like how the base was based on his evolution designs from the manga. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like they're talking about all this manga specific stuff for this Savers figure. Wink, wink, cough, cough. <laughs> and that's what's happening here. I'm trying to say. I almost wonder if they would just make all five. I can see making all five. Because here's the thing. All, I could definitely see all five eventually. All yeah. five of... Here's... I could imagine five, three, two, or one. I don't see... Like, five makes sense. Three, I could see them yeah, doing... Yeah, four doesn't make sense. Three, I could see them doing, like, Ultra S, Susanumon, and Magnamon. And if it's two, uh, I, I will say this. All five make really good, like... I they can, would. They, they look good. Yeah, they would. it's sort of like when you look at the full list. Like we said, I don't know how Wergaruman fits into the super deformed robot line. Like mm-hmm. I can imagine being done. And uh, bless people from shows that like from fans who like yell at me on Twitter. Like, no, there's more fans for this than you think. <laughs> what the hell was that? That was a cat smashing into my face from like three feet above. I heard like Dev like scream and the mic trying to like noise reduce it. Yeah, um, that hurt. Just a staple of every so, episode that one of Dev's animals tries to kill and, her. And also a staple lately, as we point out, that when people like they don't give anyone a chance to prove they they ignore Atmon. It's like no, they actually give you a weird number of chances as people ignore it. Uh, Atmon was one of the choices you could vote for this time. But you didn't. No, I, I'll be honest. I kind of expected Shoutmon Cross Seven from Crosswords to get in. It's such a mecha thing. I thought that would it would been get such in. a wild NX. I know. Yeah, I was not expecting Kaiser Greymon. So the thing is, is I think it makes sense when you think about like they were getting ready to amp up the 20th anniversary of Frontier when the yeah. server was up, and when you look at Kaiser Greymon, you think he'd make it a good SD role. It would, yeah. Kaiser Greymon would make a good yeah. figure. Like, like there's some that I would have liked to have seen what they would have done, but I don't know how. Like, I don't know how you do an SD mech line and have it be Sakuyamon. You're right. Yeah, that would. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't work that well. But yeah, um, I'll be honest. I thought Shine Greymon would sneak in. It, it would make a really good one. Although, honestly, I think Rise Gravon probably would have made a better one. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I can see that. And I and I still stand by what I said in the chat. You you get a lot. You probably get a lot of Digimon fans who are Mech fans voting in this, which is why it feels like exactly a Mech lineup. If it were not so easy to get giant robo figures including sd giant robo figures i feel <laughs> like we would have seen saint galgamon right because it's just giant robo that, painted green yeah 
But I, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. And the weird thing is, since this poll, we've had two more figures in the line, Crimson Mode and Blast Mode. Those were, all, those were both from after this was done. So a lot of people were just like, oh, I guess they canceled that. It's like, no, they've been making it a secret. I'm trying to decide if it's only one of those five, which do you want? Zero Maru. I want Zero Maru, but if it is, it needs to have a swappable head with like it, the, the SD head with the giant eyes. Yeah, it actually yeah. needs to be Zero Maru. That that would be the kill, yes. the kicker for me. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I would normally... I don't know. I think of all of those, I think Kaiser Greymont might be my yeah. favorite. Yeah, Kaiser Greymont's one looks good. Uh, oddly, the one that's hardest for me to imagine design-wise is Magnamon. Like we've got yeah. we've got an SD Magnamon before, but these are so like a weird like SD Gundam design aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I, I I'd like all five of these though, honestly. So we'll see. Well, they sell well enough. They might say, "Hey, might as well." Yeah, and then we have the results of the second evolution vote. Uh, this one's kind of. F- let, let's start with the the second. Let's start with Forest Guardians first because that one's less broken. So Morphamon makes sense. Hudimon makes sense. Eosmon Perfect makes sense. Bachelor Lilymon doesn't match the theme, but it makes sense in the sense of we all knew it would probably be Bancho Lilymon. Never seen yeah, I mean, Lilymon was... being involved in anything. I uh, People love Bancho Lilymon. Mm-hmm. Now, now let's go back to Holy Wings where this is clearly fucking broken. So this yeah. is cool. So we get Jasamon. We'll skip the adult level to Jazerikmon, to Metallicmon, <laughs> and Jazerikmon is... I don't even know how this happens, because if the <laughs> other three get enough votes to win, you would think everyone who would vote for those three would vote for Jazerikmon. Nope. Nope. So, surprise, it's Thunderbirdmon. Yep. Like, oh, that one... Okay. Uh, and people are just as happy to see it as any other time it shows up. They're like, oh yeah, that exists. Yeah, like, okay. And we will hear about these, I assume, soon. They didn't really give any date information like they did for the first one, but we'll see. And then we got the poll results for favorite feature Digimon in Ghost Game 58 through 67. Is anyone shocked that it's Regulusmon? Yeah. Or that, or that Bloom Lordamon is second. Zed Millenniumon couldn't even pull off a second place finish. <laughs> to be fair, lost like a little it's bit. Than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Uh, Rafael Simon, 7%. Everyone actually had a good showing, to be honest. Even Tonosama Gekumon getting 2% more than I would have that's, expected. That's not bad for the wor- he's the sort wor- of the. Old and busted. Yeah. The worst showing that I expected would have been higher would have been Dagomon. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting that to be a little higher, at least. De- de- people being so happy with that episode, it felt like he wasn't going to be in the top three, but he would rank high, and he isn't. Yeah, I think it'd be more middling. I think that's a sort of like, let's reward some of the ones that are just showing up now, plus Millenniumon, because people are fanboys. <laughs> Bet. No real shocks here, minus maybe Digomon not being as high as you'd expect. And we have a new poll. It's your favorite lead Digimon from Ghost Game. Hmm. Uh, congratulations, uh, Gammon. Gammon himself, or are you just counting any Gammon form that ends up being there? Uh, any Gammon, but... I think it's just Gammon's gonna win. Gammon or Galoose, maybe. You know what bothers me the most about this? You look at this and you're like, Okay, 
I expect Jellymon to be high. I expect Amphimon to be high. Galoose and Regulusmon to be high. And then I look around, I'm like, Estimon's going to be much higher than we all expect him to be. I can tell. I don't I know why. Espimon might be higher. I think Hover Espimon might be last. I kind of expect Kaos to be last, to be honest. Yeah, I don't expect Kaos to do I think, well. I think most people forget Kaos exists. Yeah, they're just like, oh, okay, it's blue and it flies, but it doesn't have the charm <laughs> look, of... Look, look, we, we, we all like not XVmon. But <laughs> but but he's right next to not Flame Flamedramon and not Ragermon. So not XVmon is the one who ends up down the list. I'm trying to decide. Can't, can't say no to Dino Railgun. The actual list of Digimon makes it very hard to like guesstimate this because I could see so many things wildly being different. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then we have weekend stuff. So first up, we got to see a little gif of the vote from Dragonic Blaze. Uh, look at Gumdramon. He's just happy to be there three times. <laughs> um, and then the museum put up some nice shots. We got the Savers Agumon. We got that O2 corner. We got that power box they're very proud of. And then they mentioned that a Digimon Partner branch store opened up in their shop where they theme get after Digimon Partners with that. A lot of a lot of Digimon stuff. You can see Saver stuff there. I went to the merch. There's so much stuff just from products they've done over the last couple of years that they're reprinting and doing extras here. Like some of the stuff we have not seen for a few years. And it's interesting to see. And, and I like how you have that one random thing of um the one Gomon plush and two Biomons. And look, you can see Offmon Otodamas. Sitting all alone and not being bought. And then from over in China, we get keychains. I fucking love these. What's funny is Agumon and Gabumon was art used for Kazuna promotion based on those. The others are new, though. I'm trying to decide which I think is the best. And I think it might be Palmon. That is a good Palmon. That's a great Palmon. That is. Something about Tailmon's head seems too fat. Yeah, yeah, Tailmon. I think it's like her nose is too like Tailmon's not out too much. Yeah. Um, and then Naoki Akimini continued his series with a sketch of Hikari in an image called Center of Light. It's always so amazing from them. That's so good. And we're still waiting for the the like the ink and colored version of this and the mm-hmm. TK one. So I'm looking forward to those. And then Malo, who does the Artwork and character design for Seekers did a neat image of AG. When I asked to repost it, the one thing they said was, please make clear it is unofficial. It is not like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was basically. Well, he did not get money for this one. Yes, this is not official art. This is unofficial. And if they ask him to take it down, he will ask me to take it down. And it's AG. I think he said it was supposed to be chapter six. It's AG looking at the uh, Lugamon on the watch. Yep. Yep. And then from the second weekend batch, um, uh, Preband Lab did a show going over various, you know, upcoming products, and they looked at the D arc and the color, and we got to see the Chaos Mon uh, color sprite. And my primary thought is, wow, that's definitely Chaos Mon in color and looking kind of messy. Which is kind of how he should look, to be honest. Are you really? Yeah. 
Uh, and then from China, we got a little promo video showing that transforming plush. And I, I want that so badly. I was surprised at just how, because you kind of expect it to be like an inside out thing and to be like hollow in the middle. Yeah, no. And no, it's like two plushes that just fold into each other. You could have them doing like a conjoined twins thing. Yes. If you really (laughs) wanted to be weird like that. Because, that, yeah, that's the thing. You don't expect it to be two different plushes. You just stuff one in the other. You expect to, like, flip it around and you zip it to hold it in place. Right. And no, right. it is two separate plushies. And it just happens that the stuffing is the other plushie. Mm-hmm. Which is strange and creepy. Very. <laughs> yeah. And then I from, want one. <laughs> and then from the fan meetup, they did an official report with some interesting stuff. Um. You know, they're, they're showing the character standees. They mentioned that people took a... I think they were surprised like that people would go up to the standees and take photos with them. I think they expected it to be like a thing to look at and said people were going up. Kenji Watanabe, uh, some comments from him, he expected it to be like a compact, like, annex space and it was big. Because he, he thought like, oh, it's the art from the, the museum in Akihabara. It's all going to be packed on a wall. Instead, it's this big, like, he was very happy that like people could walk around like relaxed and look at stuff. He also mentioned he wished they'd be put on display permanently. Uh, he also yeah. me- he also mentioned far more people than he expected to show up, and he was very surprised and he felt bad that people would show up hours before the signings and get in line. Um, and he also said that it was kind of different than events in Japan because it was interesting to him to look at the line and see what people were doing to spend their time. Like some people would sit down and just start playing the card game. Oh, that's fun. Um, and he said, talk to people who'd been said they've been Digimon fans since they were kids. And he was surprised to hear about how far away people came, like who weren't from LA and were like flying in and shit like that to be able to see it. He was very surprised by this. And I mean, if I had the money, I totally would have, but you know, I, uh, I might have been more tempted because I'm in the era if the weather had not gone to such like actual like phone beeping about flood warnings and crazy shit. Um, he wanted to thank everyone. Uh, he said he also said it was sorry that everyone didn't get in because of the time. Yeah. And then uh, Fumiya Kobayashi, who's done a lot of Digimon designs since Atmon Seekers stuff, uh, he mentioned. LA, you know, LA is supposed to have good weather, and it was very unusually bad since the day before the event. So he was kind of surprised people still showed up, and it was enjoyable. And interestingly, he mentioned he had never actually interacted with Digimon fans in public, even in Japan. This was the first oh. like event oh. that he had done. Huh. And he also mentioned this was also his first trip to the US, so he was kind of apprehensive. Mm-hmm. And he found himself enjoying it very quickly, you know, interacting with fans who were positive and happy. He he pointed out something really interesting that I thought. Um, He pointed out he knew there were a lot of like North American Digimon fans because that's a big thing for the brand, but that was always data from the company. Like, yeah, on paper, there's a lot of Digimon. Digimon makes a lot of money in the U.S., so it's worth doing it. He said it was a very different experience to see it and to see you know lines of people with Digimon stuff and loving it and everything. And he said North American fans. They very passionate about Digimon fan, and he was happy to see people like show, you know, they're showing their stuff to him, talking to him, you know, as little as they can. It just very interesting looking, and even in like the photo band I posted, you could see people wearing Digimon shirts, mm-hmm. stuff like that. 
So that's interesting. And then, before we do questions, are you ready for a surprise that is not on the notes? I'm scared. I shall pull it up, and I'll also send the image there so Dev does not have to see it. AR is going to laugh at me soon. I see Dev's cat. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So, So Dev knew something regarding this. She knew there was a big Sentai sale and I was looking for stuff that was discounted and stuff that I was going to just get and throw into the pile. Because I was asking, I was going through trashy shows with Dev. Like, <laughs> like what's worth my effort if it's $25? I ended up getting Redo of Healer finally, which Dev's brought up before. Uh, yes. And what's so funny bad. What's funny is, is I'm getting Dev's opinion of various trashy stuff and I'm linking her stuff and she's like, I've never heard of this. This seems fucking terrible. I want it. <laughs> uh, so I ended up getting Redo of Healer, World Trigger Season 1, which we'll go back to in a minute. Also, They also had the Blu-rays of uh, Maria Watches Over Us and um, uh, Maria Holic. Okay. Which, there it's are- been so long since I've, like, like, I, I've watched it before, but it's been so long that it's just completely blanked out of my brain. Like Everything having to do with it except for the title. Which one, Maria Holic? Yes. I still love the fucking opening. That's, I know I've watched this, but that's the one with the CGI. That's the one with the CGI it. paint scene. It's real. Um, so, world. The reason I got World Trigger was it was like twenty five dollars, and this is a set that costs way too much because I guess when Toei dubbed it themselves, they slightly like they did an original opening. I guess they skipped fifteen or twenty episodes, which I suppose is of like a filler arc. Mm, okay. So they never actually like edited it to be dual audio. So for whatever reason, it was sold as one set with two boxes in it for like eighty, ninety dollars. Huh. So it was like twenty five dollars. I'm like, you know what? For twenty five dollars, I don't know if I'll ever have time to watch World Trigger, but I will buy it for twenty five dollars. We've got enough amusement from World Trigger coming up uh, that I will get it. Just being unreasonably harsh on World Trigger, I suppose it's only fair. I don't know if I'll watch it ever, but yeah. It really does feel like they could have sold more of them if you had just synced the dub up and like made that those non-dub filler episodes be two discs. Because it's like, the subset is like nine discs and it's 70-something episodes, and the dub's like seven discs, 50-something dubbed episodes. And I don't know if season two or three have ever gotten Blu-rays, but I know there's like more seasons of it. I just decided, fuck, for 25 Why is it this long? For $25, I'll get it. And even weirder, it's not even a box set where, like, the box is built to keep them together. It's where oh. um, the top and bottom have no structure. Yeah, I see that. So it only really keeps them together if you put them on a shelf. Otherwise, they're in their own cases, but they don't have the logos on the front. It's encouraging you to not actually watch them. Yeah, it encur- it encourages me to find a place on the shelf where it won't tip over and just leave it there. Yeah, but you know what I mean, like... Yeah, I know, yeah. But, like, if I have the time, I'd like to up, but the problem is, is... And the fuck do you have time? Yeah. It's like, when I have time and I watch something, it's like, I really want to watch Witch from Mercury. My partner just started watching that, literally tonight. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I want to. It's just one of those things where it's like... I watch anime for a living. When I have free time, I'm not jumping Don't at anime. Necessarily, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's like, 
I watch a lot of mech shows for Discotech. Discotech releases a lot of mecha. I, I'm i 99% sure Witch from Mercury would be like one of the top 10 mech shows that have come out in the last decade if I watched it. I'm just not... I'm very relaxed and willing to go, I can wait for it to be finished and watch it all in a, I can watch it dubbed. I can watch it subbed. Maybe they'll maybe they'll improve the animation for Blu-ray. They do that sometimes. There's no reason for me to rush, but also I kind of want to watch it. But so we'll see. But yeah, I was just very amused that I got World Trick for no reason other than other than the bit. <laughs> but not only that, it really does make it the four weirdest shows on the planet. Redo of Healer, which is weird pervert trash. <laughs> Violent weird pervert trash. Yes. Uh, Maria watches over you, which is G-rated, G not quite Yuri. It, it is one of those shows no, where people... I, I know. It's, it's, I, one, it's one of those shows where people say Onesama a thousand times. Yes. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean I've, seen, I've seen the whole show. It's a great show. It's very relaxing. Uh, yeah. Maria Holick is the opposite of that. Hard lesbians. Harder, exactly. harder lesbians. <laughs> It, it, it's weird because it, it's the, the the lineup for that show's weird. I, I the opening I fucking love though, and then World Trigger, which I still don't quite know what it is other than Shonen. Like I yeah, understand, I understand very Shonen. It, it you know you know what it really looks like if you look at the cover. Honestly, it I don't know because I look at the cover and I feel like I understand it less than the preconceived notions I have. So absolutely. <laughs> well, here here's what here's what I do when I look at the cover. Because remember, there's. So ignore the middle cover that has the logo. Mm -hmm. Why aren't they showing any Gundams on the cover of the Gundam show? <laughs> it, it's like it's like that boy with white hair clearly pilots a Gundam, and then yes. there's and then there's his best That's, friend who turns yes. out to be evil with glasses near him, and then which one's which one's Catra? This looks like part of the cast from Princess Tutu. Yes, but with more fire. Oh, <laughs> Princess Tutu meets Gundam. And then the and then season two, just like in Gundam Build Fight, if you look at the left, it has the girl with short blonde hair who's introduced in the second season of a Gundam show. Okay, which happens yep. in way may not die. Which, which now that I've yep. made now that I've made that joke, I'm like, wait, they actually I was making like a nonsense joke. It's like they do that a lot in Gundam. Actually, it's like where 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 are the Gundams on these Gundam covers? The Sixth Ranger has and, yeah, and also. I just noticed the character lineup is completely different between these two, even though they're supposed to each be like season one. Robotech. <laughs> Which one is Roy? Oh my god, the the dude on the right. The, Roy's on the right cover. Roy's on the English. That's Roy. Oh my god. It, uh, which was the alien girl? I forgot her name. That's introduced at the end of the Macross one. Murray. What was her? You know who I'm talking about, right? I'm. The one who marries Max. It's the green-haired no, girl at the top never, right. I've never actually watched Robotech. I, I, Robotech and Macross are really good. Okay, we, we've sucked the marrow from so World I'm, Trigger this time. So I'm told. Let's get to questions. Yeah. Okay, so in chat, you guys can throw yours up. Diego sent in a few. Diego, we're always happy to hear. Diego wasn't sure if he should send in a second one, but whatever. Uh, he said, if Bandai made plushes of the main Digimon from each season, which season would have the best set of plushies? And if we could only get one, which would it be? Tamers. I think... Yeah, I think Tamers, probably. I think I think for me, it's somewhere between Adventure Zero Two and Cross Wars. I want, like, the unreasonable plush of the Leastamon. 
Yeah, it's the, the thing is with Ballistamon is if you can't, like, give it a full hug or use it as a pillow, I'm not interested. Yeah, I see your I need point. a big Ballistamon. Yeah. No, Oops. I think it's Tamer's... Because, like, if we're doing, like... Oh, my God, Digimon, I just... Okay, including okay. Kulumon and actually, and Actually, okay, honestly, no, I got honestly, it, I got it. A single plush that will destroy every other option. Are you ready? Super deformed like, zero. Super, super deformed zero Maru. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah. And have definitely. it ha- and have it be like eighteen inches tall, but be like the fat plushy dancing version. Yeah. You say that, That's but a... I have made. Yeah, I know. A large zero yeah, Maru I know. plush. But I was gonna say ghost. A ghost game plushes wouldn't be. Ghost game like plushes actually. Ghost game, ghost yeah. game plushes actually would be really good. Yeah, those would those three like you get some nice variety there, and they'd all be really cute. I still think at some point you have to do just the transformed version of Jellymon as a hat. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And for Diego's second question, he has never seen any Muppet content minus a locally produced Muppet knockoff called 31 Minutos, which he liked. And he was wondering what is a good place to start. He was thinking Muppet Treasure Island because he loves Treasure Planet. Uh, I haven't seen Muppets Treasure so, Island. So I've seen Muppet Treasure Island. It is amazing. Muppet Treasure Island is, is a very good adaption. It's a little softer for some of the gags than you'd expect from Muppets. It's still very good, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, I heard, that, that one has Tim Curry in it, doesn't it? Yes. Okay, yeah. so and, 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 Yeah, the thing most people... <laughs> in recent years, the thing most people have learned about Tim Curry is when he was asking about how credit works on a Muppet movie, and he said he would be the first listed human. <laughs> Yeah, and he um, said, and he said that, and he said once he heard that, he went, "That's good, and that's a demand I need to start making on all my movies." Is the first credited human? First credited human. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think that Muppets. If you're a, if you're a, a Treasure Island fan, I think Muppets Treasure Island probably yeah. would be a, a good choice just in general. Yeah. I don't know if that extends to. Tre- I mean, I know Treasure Planet's a little bit of. I mean, that's a good adaptation as well. So I think that's a probably a good direction to go. I think if you're just trying to get into Muppets in general, I think the the reboot movie from like 10 years ago is a place to start. That's just the Muppets. I don't know. I, that's I, a, I, that's I, a pretty, it's a good, it's a good, like it, it serves as both a good reintroduction to them. It is, but I wonder if you're going to jump into it like that, if it doesn't make sense to just watch the original movie or to watch the Muppet show at that point. Um, I would go with the original movie before doing The Muppet Show. The Muppet Show is, it's a little hard to approach unless you already kind of have an appreciation for The Muppets. Like, you'll gain it fast. You'll you'll appreciate the, um, like, I think if you approach The Muppet Show now fresh, I think you almost appreciate some of the onstage cool stuff they do rather than the backstage antics. Because I watched, God, I, I randomly watched, I randomly watched season one of the Muppet Show like last year, just on a whim. That's the that's the perspective. You know, you know what, you know what the it. dumbest thing is? Anytime we talk about World Trigger, we're basically Statler and Waldorf going, oh, 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 oh. watching that again. It's amazing how many times that they actually get their comeuppance. Oh yeah, it, it's I didn't great. Real, I, that's the one thing. I like. I was like, oh, they always have the. They're all last laughing. It's like no, sometimes sometimes it's a dish right back to them. It's fun. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it, Muppet Treasure Island is not a bad place if you like Treasure Island. It, it's a fun adaptation, and it lets you understand the characters really well. Mm-hmm. And also, it has Tim Curry. Yeah, 
and has Tim Curry, which is probably the main selling point for me. But yeah, also, yeah, if you're just trying to get into the Muppets in general, original Muppet movie or the 2011-ish reboot. God, I forgot how long ago that was. It's not new. Uh, I'm kind of, I saw the trailer for the new show, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, the um, the band one. Yes. Um, well, uh, May the Electric Mayhem was it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The the trailer actually looks really good. Stupid, but good. That's the best kind of Muppets. That it yes. could be. Um, and Zach in our chat asked, "Where can you find Digimon Secrets and English to Read?" It is on the official Digimon website, and we post links on the forum anytime they put up a new thing, and we also put up. The links to where Onke cleans up the translations, although she's uh, taking a break at the moment, so we will see where that pops up when she updates. But on it, the translation on the site aren't bad; they're just not great. But yeah, they're, they're fine enough. They're very clearly not fully machine translated. They're just okay. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, they're just kind of a bit clunky. And then so. Mm-hmm. It's funny. This is one of those questions where I go, I really hope uh, DevQ and AR saw the question before we got the news update two hours ago. Oh, no. Where, did DevQ well, and Mark decide to get the gold DRK any of the recent Digimons that they've been talking about? The answer is I saw... Oh, the, I saw I'm it, off the hook. <laughs> I saw it go up at Premium Bandai USA, I posted the news, and then I went and ordered it. I will have to wait until next month to order it. I definitely want to get it, but... I literally had a longer answer in my head from earlier today. It's like, yeah, I decided that I will get it if they do it at Premium Bandai USA because the intermediary or, you know, finding a shop makes it too much and not worth the effort, especially since I got some of the ones they did last time. Blah, 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 bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, oh... That answer gets. I don't need to remember most of that answer because it's just there. And as for the, I don't. Has there been other recent stuff we've talked about getting, or was it just that? Um, I think it was mostly just that. Okay, I was trying to think. Is there other stuff we've? I think we. Well, sometimes, like, I think sometimes we see the. I random... want the linker bracelet, but that's not available really yet. Yeah, that that I was not going to deal with from an intermediary. Yeah, I, like, I, I'll get that when it comes to. Yeah, if Bandai USA. Yeah, or it see see it seems like in July that's gonna be a normal retail product in Japan. I think I might I just order it at that point if they do it. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, because that looks cool. I would use that. Yeah. What do we like to drink when it's really hot out? We've definitely gotten this question before. Uh, I like frozen lemonade. Yeah, I, I was gonna say you've definitely said variations of lemonade before. Uh, I mean, lemonade is awesome, but there's also yeah. green tea, ginger ale. Yeah. Uh, for me, first and f- easiest answer is water, but also lots of iced coffees and iced teas and stuff. E- effectively, anything that you get really cold and is tasty. Mm-hmm. Like, it started to get hotter out here, and I grabbed a um, bottle of the liquid orange Kool-Aid concentrate where you just squirt it into water. And it's like, oh. If it's really hot and I'm dying, I usually just grab a goddamn Pedialyte. I like that like weird a, fake orange flavor, honestly. It tastes orange-ish. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just like that weird flavor. Uh, and someone said they didn't notice until we joked about a few times, why are there random people on social media talking about Digimon being over or rambling about how it, you know, making money 
when we've actually shown documents from the companies and how things are people just need to I, have a need to talk. I, I can we can shorten people this like to people like lie on the internet. Yes, we can. We yeah, uh, no, see we, we, li- lying is <laughs> wrong. It's just being clueless. We can shorten this to very easily to why are there random people on social media talking? Yes, that's because that's, they, that's, they, don't, they don't have anything. That's the question, and that's what it amounts to. Some oh. Someone sent a message to my curious cat, which is the funniest thing I've ever fucking read. It was cursing at me. Do you know why? <laughs> Anytime they hear with the will, they think of the site and me, and it upsets them. <laughs> I, and I don't mean in a joke. I don't mean in a joking way. Like they sent me like a very angry message about this, and I just pasted the message to friends, and we just laughed because they were like legitimately upset. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to do about it. There's a block, but... Change, change the name of the I mean, site to, the to, a, to a song from a season you I, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. I didn't pick the name. I didn't run the site at first. So we'll be, uh, we'll be back with the We Are Crossheart podcast next week. <laughs> we Are Crossheart slash the reason Atmon does not get more stuff is you do not buy it. <laughs> Okay, last chance for chat to throw in questions. Oh wait, uh, someone said news on a new Digimon anime series. No, I, I, I am not expecting news on a new Digimon anime series right after the series has stopped. Let me have a little bit of a break. Yeah, that's the that's that's how you know the you know, older fans. It's like at this point we're just like, can we just a little bit of a let's just have a break please See, just give us a so year the the weird the weirdest thing and it's not necessarily i don't think it's necessarily old or young it's if you to like you have to pay attention to digimon news because it gets thrown at you when you're on the podcast yeah so, so you fair. so you can't avoid it neither can i because i yeah. post it in ditto for dev if you, i mean i did a good job avoiding the 2020 w yeah. but i'm saying if you look at everything that happens you go technically speaking we're in what should be a dead time and instead we get a ton of shit. I think it's not, maybe it's not so much older, younger, as far as how long we've been in the fandom is younger, just I'm old. Yeah. We're, we're but old. But also we have full-time jobs it's, on it's top a, of it's all, gigs. On it's, top also of like, it's also like, when you, and it goes back to the social media thing, seeing people going, oh, the anime's ended, the, and it's just going to be old V-pets for years, the franchise is over. It's like, man, we've seen this so many fucking times. There's only one time when an anime ended where it actually, like, Looked like it was shutting down, yeah. and we're far past savers at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and Zach wants to know: Do we think Ghost Game was just odds and ends before it got? To- no, I think I think Ghost Game was exactly what they wanted it to be. Yeah, ultimately, in the end, it kind of was. Yeah, uh, like like we all I have our notes about it, but I think they made the show they wanted to make. Yeah, then that's for better for worse. I think for the three of us, it leans to for worse, and also to very confused when. When I see people going, it's mastered the episodic form. It's masterfully written, and I see these messages in the last week. I'm just like, really? The f- oh, I, yeah. I I saw messages God. like I saw messages talking about it mastering the episodic form. And I was like, look, the only way it's mastered the episodic form is if you what? were a five year old or watching Family Matters, going, I wonder what Urkel's going to do when he gets into the machine today. Well, I love family. I love Family Matters, but at some point, Urkel getting in the machine was not a great idea. Like, I just need to watch some Ranma. 
to be fair, Ron Mike turns into a fucking drag as it goes on and on. It, eventually it does. Like, but like the here's first the, no, the, 60 episodes are good. Like, season one is great. Season two is great. Season three is okay. Season four yeah. is good. Five, six, and seven, I don't remember. They exist. I, I got through... I think my that my episode collection I think ran out through season five and I didn't miss Here, it. Here's when here's when Ron here's when Ronma truly dies as a as a show when they stop introducing character stuff and they fall back yeah. on something they did early on that it's they start just, to get an episode. It's oh. it's ramen delivery martial arts. Oh, Ryoka it's, found his way back and wants to challenge him again. It, okay. It's 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 ice juggling martial arts. But the first, like I said, the first two seasons are fantastic, oh, and no, I think actually. that covers pretty much the uh, the length uh, of time that Ghost I, Game ran, more or less. The funny part is, I I think the episode, I don't even think you have some like I don't think Ukio even shows up at that point. Ukio season three, yeah, yeah. Uh, so follow up to theirs. They want to know. So we thought Ghost Game was not so good. Ghost Game, it, Ghost Game's. It's twenty minutes. It was. It's fine. It's not good, but eh. it's it's more fun to watch than it is to review. Go yeah, Ghost Game probably would have been more fun if we all if the if we weren't watching it with the idea that we have to talk about it. Yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of like it's sort of like one of my favorite entertainment stories, and it's one hundred percent true. I walked in and saw that two thousand seventeen Power Ranger movie with a friend. I enjoyed the movie. I had fun. The instant I walked out of the theater and had to think about the movie or talk about it in any way, within a week or two, I was like, yeah, the movie wasn't very good. It was stupid fun in the theater, but the instant I had to think about it at all, it just crumbled into into dust, trying to actually talk about the movie in any way. Um, And then... Well, even, even it's like... Even it's like the more recently the Mario movie. Like I had a good, like I watched it. I had a good time. All the criticisms are completely valid. I'm sure it is. Like it, I'm just it, so glad I didn't have to. Like I don't have to. I don't have to be critical about this. I can. Yeah, just I, I will see that once it's on home video. I'm gonna get the 4K disc and enjoy it. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And it, then, it was very delightful and very fun. Okay, and yeah. the la- the last question is a multi part. So first, this one's going to be very short. Will you watch the new Saint Seiya movie? No, no. Fuck no. I I, I should so. pr- I should probably thanks Steph for offering a different answer. I should probably point out for disclosure I've worked on Saint Seiya, and my answer is no. <laughs> now when it's streaming, is there a point where I might go? Uh, I guess I should watch it to at least see it. Probably no. See, I but I like watching bad movies and. I don't see how it's going to be good. And then someone wants to know, did we watch the Power Rangers special or any of the other recent live-action anime or tokusatsu adaptions that we enjoy? I thought the Power Rangers special was good, to be honest. Yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. It was. I, I didn't watch it. I'm sort of like, I don't need to, I don't feel the need to revisit Power Rangers. I had my fun with it when I was younger. I, I, same. I don't I, need to go back. I think maybe, maybe if some of, like, maybe... I almost feel like just because I've worked with Jason David Frank, if he was alive to be in it, I probably would check it out just to see that. So but. On, honestly, the way they deal with the people who are not there, and to be clear, Jason David Frank was alive when they filmed this. Mm-hmm. Um, they deal with it in the Grand Power Rangers tradition of they just pull audio from them and then give reasons for them not to be around. 
Oh, they do the Doctor Who thing. Nice. Yes. Uh, they get turned into action figures about 15, 20 minutes into it, so they don't even have to deal with them anymore. They do the Digimon <laughs> thing. Nice. Yes. Um, and then the re- it's fun because if you watched Power Rangers back when it was still new-ish, it follows up on things the franchise does not follow up on ever. And as someone who was a fan and kind of only checks, you know, eyeballs occasionally, it was fun to see them do that type of stuff. Like when they did the 10th anniversary, Jason was back with a red Ranger, red Ranger powers. Right. Right. Well, ignoring that they didn't have them anymore. Wouldn't Rocky have them? And Rocky shows up in this and Jason's already been in it. And they, this is, this is actually, this is actually turning me off from the movie because the last thing I want to have to do is appreciate is, is have any sort of, respect for lore no see that's the thing they it's respect for lore in the sense of they deal with it and they move on like still you get a 10 second explanation they move orange on. and then it, it's just it's mostly fun i and just to be clear barbara goodson's still the greatest villain voice possible oh she is just her doing rita again is just fun it, it would also, I guess, it would be fun to revisit that now that I've seen a bunch of other, I've heard a bunch of other stuff that she's in. Because you know, for when you're, you're growing up, that's like that's the first, like that Rita voice is the first thing you really associate with with yeah. her. Oh, and now and, that I've, you know, you played this guy a few times, it's like oh, it, okay. is, it is shocking how much decades later, like most of the time, people will sound different, and regardless of any difference there is in her voice. You still go, damn, that's still Rita. And yeah, it's just fun. It, it's honestly enjoyable. Although, like when they did, I think it was the 15th anniversary, stop putting tall people in alpha suits. It looks weird. <laughs> they keep putting tall people in alpha suits, and I just keep going, alpha should not be up to, like, Billy's mouth or nose. Alpha should be, like, alf, basically. Yeah, Al- Al- Alpha should be Alpha height. Yes, but yeah, I-, I enjoyed that. Any other recent ones? Um, Shin Ultraman I saw and really liked. Have there been recent an- live action anime? Um, not that I've watched. Weren't, so they weren't, exist, weren't, but... weren't there like two more live action Full Metal Alchemist movies? Probably. I lose track of those so easily. I think that they do live action Bleach a few years ago. I believe they did, yes. Was it a movie or was it a stage play? No, I think Bleach, there was an actual movie. Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, a movie, oh. I thought there was like a live, I could swear there was like a live action Bleach movie. And it's like on Netflix. Bleach. I think it was a musical? No, no, I'm thinking like an actual movie. I'm only only remembering the stage play. Okay, no, there was, look. An actual movie movie. This is not like a stage play or musical. This is a movie. Johnny Young Bosch dubs over the guy. Oh, Jesus. I have not seen this, but it's like the actual anime cast and everything. Huh. I I have not I seen this. I did not this. know that one even existed. I knew it existed. I just never watched it. It's one of those things where, like, I anytime I think of it, I'm like, wow, this is probably fucking horrible. And then I move on, and it's like, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there's plenty of stuff. I just haven't seen it. Just think, they're, they're working on Netflix One Piece and Netflix uh, Gundam. I can't imagine. I just imagine movie. the Gundam thing being entirely in claymation. Clayma- claymation by Ardman. Just have a talk. Just have a dog that doesn't talk. Uh, and then 
the, the last part of this, how do you decide what to watch when you relax? Honestly, when I decide to relax, I'm not like planning out what I'm going to watch. Uh, I'm usually just disassociating. Yeah, I kind of do. If I'm like watching something I planned, it's where like I'm going, Star Trek's on it. This time, I'm going to take a break and watch it. And, you know, that's 11 or midnight or Mandalorian at midnight. I I'm not planning out watching random stuff. It's just, yeah. okay, if I have free time, I will watch whatever. I have a bad time with watching stuff to relax because I usually have to commit to watching stuff. Yeah, usually if I wanna if I wanna relax, I tend to be I tend to be wanna be more interactive with it. Like do I wanna watch this random anime I've been meaning to check out, or I could just do a playthrough of Super Mario World again yeah. for no reason like I did last week. No, yeah, like oh, like Mario, Mario Three and Mario World are easy choices but they also, are but it's also like okay in a few weeks tears of the kingdom is out i'm reasonably sure if i'm not busy working i will be sitting here playing i'm tears going of the to kingdom. be consumed yes i'm i might hold off on getting that just so i can clear my schedule a little bit better because yeah that's not, gonna so chew up. when when breath of the wild came out it came out on a friday as i recall my weekend was completely clear I had the true ending by Monday. Oh, wow. But you also have to remember, the Switch makes it more convenient to play, because I could actually be sitting here, so even if I had to do something, I would just pause it, do it, yeah. and mm -hmm. then go back, rather than having, oh, I have to go out to the TV, I have to decide I'm going to do it. Blah, blah. I was just picking up and playing. Yeah. I, I See, I, I enjoyed Breath of the Wild so much more just on the TV. I, did, I played it on the Switch one while, but it's more fun for me on the TV. Other games, I'm I can go either way, yeah. but that one especially, I want the whole yeah experience. When I was babysitting my niece, she would watch me just get demolished by the uh, Thunderbolt. <laughs> my oh six, thun my Thunder Thunderbolt Ganon was such a little bitch. Like my it was an annoy <laughs> it was an annoying fight because you had to deal with the countering more specifically. Yeah, my yeah, I'm trying to figure out like where the hell. Like what mechanic were you Get supposed to use for this? My fight? my favorite part yeah. about water water blight was figuring out that if you just rush him and go right under him, you can get past the first um, section. Ice block. Yeah, you can yeah. you can get past the first section. Then it goes to the second section where it's the water blocks in the water. I could just turbo attack him, and he would not even get off a hit. My kid was playing through um, that. Thunderblight while I was at work and I'm just expecting him to break out in frustration and have a tantrum. Like he's he's six year old fighting Thunderblight and I'm just like, Oh, oh Thunderblight yeah. here, here it comes and it's like he actually got through it like more efficiently than wow. I did. I'm like, what is happening? Oh <laughs> I God. will say this. The blight that I found the weakest fight, if you know what to do to Fireblight, it's nothing. Fireblight was the first one he beat on his own. Fireblight is easy if you know that you have to yeah. throw the bombs. Yes. Yeah. He can almost do nothing against you. But yeah. 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 Okay. AR, how have the past few weeks been? How did your tournament go? Which people seem to be misinterpreting the results. Ended up being very fun, especially in the video game bracket. With 689 votes cast and Nokia beat Aoi from Survive by five I'm not, votes. I'm not shocked that Nokia won, to be honest. I'm not shocked either. I mean, it's 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 another Omegamon winner, yeah. so <laughs> there you go. Um, in the anime kind, it was Rookie, of course. 
I think by round two, I'll hail I the started, Digimon queen. Yeah, by by the end of round two, I just had it clocked. It's like okay, Rookie's winning this one. I saw she beat she beat Takato by like fifty five percent to forty five percent. I need to see if I can find the tweets that I saw earlier. It was one or two people who thought, based on the way they were commenting on it, they thought it was like an official thing with thousands of people voting. Oh, I didn't see that. I know people were just commenting on it, but like they were just uh, th- they may have been commenting on to, something else. They were and trying I misunderstood. to make just they were just trying to make inferences to the results or something, but or just surprised that fans are gravitating a certain way. I think I think the results are roughly what I expected, honestly. Terribly shocked by a whole lot of things, but it was fun. To, it was definitely fun to. Um, and, and how happy are you that you do not need to go to the effort of running it anymore? <laughs> well, the problem is now I need to have other content on my Tumblr. Like, I need to go back to answering asks, asks and stuff. I do have a fun announcement to make, though, for my convention, Kitsune Con in Green Bay, Wisconsin, July 21st through 23rd. We've announced our first of our three Digimon guests. We're actually going to have Tom Fawn, um, the voice of Aguma, or oh, the Tom original Fon. voice of Aguma. Yeah. Uh, we actually have two more actors who have been in Digimon uh, who are also going to be coming as well. We haven't announced those yet, so I can't say who they are, but... Stay tuned for that. So that'll be fun. I'm going to try to get all three of them on my uh, panel. I would, I would never what guess them all. all three Agumon, and then they have to fight. I've already had all three. I've already done. I've already been on pan, done panels there with Brian Beacock and Ben Diskin. So this is going to complete the trilogy. See, see anytime I hear Tom Fawn, I naturally jump to certain other people being guests. To be honest, I look forward to it's, finding out though. It's not the. It's not the one you're thinking. Well, it's not just one that it comes to mind. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Like, I wouldn't say it's Agumon related specifically, if you're leaning in that direction. No, no, not, 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 not. The not. other, oh, oh, if the other one, you might be right, though. There, there's two, there's two other ones who, who I would expect to be at the next table or the same table. Yes, that, okay, you, you're probably right in that yes. regard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dev, what the other you... the, the third one is completely out of nowhere. Okay, and it's very cool. Yeah, that's why I said at least one of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Dev... Okay, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> Dev, what Wikimon article would you like people to read? Uh, in honor of her completely fucking demolishing the tournament, um, rookie. There you go. <laughs> that is like the obvious cheating choice. Good, honestly. good answer. And I can be found at with the will as always. I, if they don't go nuts announcing stuff, I think every two weeks makes sense. Yeah, there might be some stuff later on where we might have to rejigger that so that specific weeks. Oh no, ab- absolutely. Avoid, but but I think we're we're in the clear for yeah now. Yeah. So I, I would expect us to show up every two weeks, minus when oh a lot of stuff shows up or someone's gonna have a scheduling issue, and then it'll be oh. There'll be a random podcast a week apart and then two or three weeks later. Yeah. So we will catch all you guys later. Thank you everyone for showing up. Bye. Bye. Bye.